Ever needed a date for a wedding? Well, Mike and Dave, they figure out the best way of how to get get a dates for a wedding. And we're going to talk about it because it's a movie. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Stay tuned on Anatomy of a Movie. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Anatomy of a Movie, and it is going down for real because Mike and Dave needed wedding dates, and out of this true story comes a movie (laughs) that I did not ever need to know that was based on a true story, but we'll certainly talk about that because Mike and Dave are amazing. Um, We have Marissa Serafini joining us on the panel today. Hello, everyone. And we have Stephanie Wenger. It was becoming quite the regular. I know. If you guys follow along. I really like it. It's great. <laughs> um, and uh, missing in action is Sarah Stratton and uh, Dimitri Panos, but they'll be here, you know. But uh, Mike and Dave, uh, obviously, if you guys know the show, you guys know we're very spoiler-filled. If you're just joining us for the first time, well, there's your disclaimer. And you can always download our rundown in the co- in the in, in the description box. It has the link to it, um, so you can kind of follow along and, and supplement the discussion with you know the research. So as we always do, let's start with overall impressions for this movie. Starting with Marissa. Um, this was a super fun movie. I had actually low expectations because I'm kind of over films where people are just together to be stupid and be funny because that happens so often and we've seen i've seen that in real life and we see it so often in films at like every spring you always have your spring break movies and your summer stupid movies and stuff like that and i thought this was going to be another one of those kind of films and i'm just a big fan of uh, anna kendrick i think she's super talented and whatnot i went and watched this film and i laughed a lot and i actually really enjoyed it more than i should have <laughs> Yeah. More than you should have. Okay. More than I should have. I, I agree with you. I was kind of... I knew what I was walking into when I walked into this movie. And typically those, like, silly spring break kind of films are not always my thing. Like, I'm I'm not into the super crude always. So I wasn't sure I was going to love it. Ended up laughing a lot in this. There are definitely moments that I felt, like, crossed a line for me personally. But overall, an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Fair enough. I was. I knew this was going to be a movie right from the get-go. And you know what? Here's the thing. I seek out these movies. I hope for the best of these movies. I want Dirty Grandpa to be the most funny movie I've ever seen. Didn't quite live up to it. Um, I'm trying to think of like the the other ones. Like I love raunchy, stupid stuff. Super bad. Amazing. Like I want it to be on that level. Uh, World's End. Same thing. Like that's the type of movies that I really want to enjoy. And I love comedies. Um, and you know what? Maybe it was in comparison to Secret Life of Pets that this just seems so much better. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe this movie just really is. But I enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, and, you know, as we talk about it, we're going to talk a lot about the, the real Mike and Dave. But at the same time, if I never knew that it was actually based off of anything, I wouldn't have cared. It is just like a crazy fun hour and a half movie that's what i I would say like they just kind of went for it for an hour and a half and it also feels like the cast went on a giant vacation we'll talk about the production of this but like they really seem to be enjoying their time in hawaii yeah (laughs) i knew you know what i'm gonna put a craigslist line of my own like phil needs a destination wedding who wants a date (laughs) (laughs) i need the reverse (laughs) i need a vacation thanks (laughs) yeah you know and you know hey listen guys and girls i won't discriminate i'll go with either (laughs) All right, good to know. 
Um, what I liked about this film that it was funny because they were more situational funny. And I mean, some of the dialogue was like really over the top, but like ridiculous, hysterical. And then I think this film had a good blend of the two rather than like the writing aspect. Imp- there was some improvisation, but uh, but also the, the situations were ridiculous to the point where it's you can actually enjoy what's happening because it's so over the top funny that like, you know, it's just ridiculous. I agree with that. Well, you know, and what I, what I like is that, you know, the, the guys are like this. And so you take the core nugget of two guys in their 20s that just you can't actually get their stuff together. Um, and you take it to the ultimate extreme, which is them going to Hawaii for a wedding and whatnot. And and I love that, you know, and the fact that to match them. You know, they're where they're obviously the title characters. The fact that there's these two girls who are even more over the top and push them to their limits—that to me was amazing. And there was such a symbiosis there, uh, you know, culminating into when they finally get to uh, to the end, and they're both trying to convince them, you know, her sister Ginny to get get married. Um, you know, they're both saying the same thing and because they have the same revelation at the same time. It's just, to me, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I also think they did a great job casting this movie. Like, I can't think of really good comedic timing amongst the four of them and also in their respective pairs, the girls and the guys. Yeah, and I think it's great because you can definitely tell there was already chemistry between these four because they've all obviously worked on other movies before this and it just worked because it seemed like just a bunch of friends together having fun absolutely and they're not all quite the same age but they're around that same age so you know and they have a shared experience within hollywood so there's a lot that they can kind of pull from and and come together on um but let's rewind to uh to 2013 when the real mike and dave stangler need actual wedding dates and we have a great photo of them um, you know, that, that I managed to pull. You can, again, if you download the rundown, um, you can get these. So that way, if you're on audio, you can still get the pictures without having to check out the video. Although there is a video component to it. So, um, so there's Mike and Dave and they made this, uh, Craigslist ad. <laughs> now, unlike in the, um, in, in the actual movie, this was more of a joke. They, they were told they needed to get dates, um, and they looked at it more of a creative writing process. Um, the, the, the photo that they used in the movie was actually based off of what they had created, um, which is, uh, this picture that we see here. Um, I'm going to read some of the cool stuff to you. Um, so the actual letter goes, um, they describe their ideal dates as attractive, um, or our aunts will judge you, but not too attractive, or our uncles might grope you. Easy going, <laughs> as will probably make up flattering lies about you on the spot, and preferably sisters, but will take friends or even enemies. Um, they also need to have their own dresses because we don't have any. Followed by, we're both in our 20s, single, nationally tall, Anglo-Saxon, respectfully athletic, uh, love to party, completely house-trained, relaxed, passionate, smell great, have cool hair, Clean up nice, boast uh, great tie collections. Will promise to shave. Love our mother. Have seen love actually several times. Um, controversial, pro- uh, provocative, short-sighted, with a big picture mentality. <laughs> Raw, emotional, and sensitive, but still bad boys. 
I mean, that's funny. I mean, it was kind of amazing when I saw it in the research. I was just like, yeah, okay. And I just have friends who I know who would say yes to that ad. And yeah. 6,000 women did. Yeah. I mean, love actually. I was like, I'll give them that for actually seeing that multiple times. That's a deal breaker for me. I don't think they said they have seen it, but they said they will see it. They're willing to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, absolutely. And, you know, this, I actually did not know about the story ahead of time. Uh, and again, like I said, it wouldn't have ruined my enjoyment of it. But the fact that this actually did happen and then it went viral is, is amazing. I mean, yeah, and it's so something that would go viral. You see all these things that that do, and you think like, yeah, that absolutely, in this universe and in the world we live in today, 100% could go viral and did, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, it's amazing what technology and our internet can do, especially I feel like a lot of the most viral things that become viral are like our demographic, the the twenty year olds, the the late twenties, early thirties, and whatnot. Because this is what you just spread around and gets the word out. Well, I mean, I even remember in college things like this, like within Boston, like going from one college to the next. Like something would happen at Boston College, and it would go to talking be... about Facebook. <laughs> No, <laughs> but that too. <laughs> um, but just like something crazy would happen, and it does. It is that generation. You're absolutely right. The 20, 20 30 year olds. Yeah, and you know the best stuff too. Like uh, people always set out to go and make a viral thing. And you know these guys ultimately weren't doing that. Um, they just wanted to put up something funny. Obviously, they were aware of what it was. And it just took off because it had that right spirit. I don't think they were like, oh, why don't we make this a yeah. viral post. I imagine this to be something where they like put it up to make their guy friends laugh. Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, you know what? Like we're not going to actually get dates out of this. Like this is just to make like our buddies laugh, just for laughs." Yeah. Absolutely. And but it, it was staggering and so much so that um uh they said like these news outlets wanted to do the wedding and cover um who we took, which um A was the silliest thing they'd ever heard in their life and B um, they were from a small town, and this I actually appreciate. They didn't want to take away attention from the bride, they, so they smart. said no. That's good. I, I have to say, smart guys. That's a, a smart move. If you ever very thoughtful guys, yeah. <laughs> and, but here's the thing: you could see, like, I mean, imagine being these guys and being so testosterone driven, and to see six thousand responses to a dumb post that you just put out, and people want to cover it. You know, and people are talking about optioning a book, optioning a movie. You know, you could definitely see them being like, oh, okay, like, we definitely got to have, like, E cover the wedding and this yeah. and that. But the fact that they said no, you don't, you, you, you guys don't understand how much, like, that actually takes. Yeah. Like, go ask Steven out there <laughs> if he would ever say no to something like that. He'd be like, the first, yeah, I'm going to be on TV. But, I oh, mean, yeah, he would. <laughs> it still changed their entire life. I mean, this dumb post or this, like, uh, yeah, pretty dumb. Um, it like absolutely changed their entire life. It, they allowed them to get a book deal and now a movie. Like a movie's been made about their lives. Like, would you ever anticipate from a Craigslist ad that it was going to change your entire existence? Like, I can't Hopefully even imagine. Not. No. Yeah. The only stories like that I've seen have gone the opposite negative way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we shouldn't yeah. be laughing about that, but you, you know what I'm talking no, about. No, I, I do. That's terrible. But yeah. Um, you know, I just. I, I want to get to know these guys a little bit more because they said, like, hey, if you're ever in a position where someone's going to make a movie about your life, I say go for it. 
And like it's just like, well, yeah, that's kind of decent advice. But how many opportunities are, are is, is that an average person going to have that? I mean, these are clearly super confident guys. Like, I mean, when I've I read a few interviews with them as well, and they are really proud of this. They make a cameo appearance. They're like owning it that they they made this choice and put posted this great ad. It's it's funny because obviously they went into it not knowing what they were going to get out of it, but. From the ad, it actually seemed like, yes, for last, but somewhat actually sincere. So you, you got to give it to the guys who, like, makes the effort to do something, kind of something as sweet as that. Yeah. You guys are melting for Dave and Mike. <laughs> I do I mean, wonder who the girls are that they ended up taking. Like They actually ended up taking people that they knew. Oh, so. okay. So. Yeah, so, uh, you know, before we even fully get into the movie, let me just pull up the actual facts, right? So, um, the wedding was not actually in Hawaii. It was in Saratoga, New York. Um, Marissa's correct. They brought people that they knew. But the way they kind of experiment, they, they were like, why don't we, um, why don't we just see, because they, apparently they never really dated. <laughs> so they were like, well, why don't we see who we can date? And that was kind of boring to them. So they were like, why don't we try to, because they they, they 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 were picking like the hottest girls and like that was fun for a bit but they were like let's see what crazies are out there and that led to many interesting stories apparently yeah you're gonna open up a Pandora's box if you're looking for crazy oh. yeah There's so many crazy girls out there yeah um, apparently they met like one lunatic that ran after Dave lifted up her shirt um, latched him to a spider monkey and bit him right between the nipples Ooh, what that's like. <laughs> Full on other level. I don't. I don't. Yeah, like I'm not sure what like, to even say what was about she that. On? Or was the, that just her? I don't know. Well, they knew that she was going to be crazy. So okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's taking it to like there's normal crazy, and then there's like full on. Yeah, there's crazy. a difference between having fun with these states and then actually actively seeking out crazy people just to have fun as well. I'm just saying, you know, and, and but I guess that's why they ultimately landed kind of in a nice middle ground of taking people they knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why, don't, why don't we just do that? Yeah, we've had it our seems fun. like the safe choice. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never want your nipples being bitten in the middle of a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> or at any time. <laughs> that too. I'm not sure the bride would be a big fan right. of <laughs> that going down. No, um, but. Obviously, they have, they have a personality and whatnot, uh, and so that was the main thing. Like, ob- obviously, there's differences between their real life and the movie, but um, but in terms of Jake, the director, he said the one thing we have to do is get these guys' personality right. Like, well, it, even though th- these aren't real things, like them going to Hawaii, if they did, were to go in Hawaii, how would they act? And um, you know, the brothers feel like that they nailed that personality. Yeah, I mean, I. It's hard to compare because I've only read a few interviews with the actual brothers, but it seems like they, they came across as like the, the dudes that you imagine these guys to be who would write that kind of ad, and both of them like kind of overly confident and, uh, yeah, I, I think that in that way they probably worked well, and I thought that again the pairing was really great. Yeah, and and they said uh, with you know. Because Zach Efron and Adam Duveen actually, you know, met the real brothers. And they talked to the brothers. They're like, okay, so how accurate is our film? And the, the real brothers were like, about 80, 85%. Because they are apparently that crazy in real life. Yeah. 
and you know, I I 100 agree. And they have what what the only worry that I have out of all of this is I could see just you know because they when Jersey Shore came out, everyone's like, oh, I could do what those guys are doing. I could be Snooky. I could be Situation. Um, and whatnot, and it was like, no, but they had, like, as crazy as they were, there's something special to them, and, and stop, you know, it's very hard to replicate, believe it or not, even though everyone's like, oh, I'm that crazy. Yeah. I do wonder what um, their, like, relationship status is now, if this is, like, affecting their daily lives again, because it's, you know, a nationwide movie, like, are these guys, you know, like, are girls going after them again, or are they... Like, Are they employable? Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like calmer. Like, uh, have they calmed down in any capacity? Because it's been—I I can't remember how many years, but a while since this actually. Yeah. Happened. So the ad came out in 2013. Yeah. So yeah. three years, give or take. Yeah. And they filmed this in 2015, so not that long ago. Uh, being 2016 now, timestamp. Um, but you know, the Adam and Zach were talking to the brothers, and when they first met the brothers. Uh, they they said that the brothers were actually drunk already at 11 a.m. in the morning. So I don't think their personal lives have really changed that yeah. much <laughs> from 2013. Yeah. Well, hopefully it was like a Saturday at least. <laughs> or maybe it was the know. nerves. I don't know. But like. But then they yeah also like in the same day the the real brothers got kicked out of a jacuzzi because they were making out with a bunch of Swedish girls. <laughs> So yeah. seems like they haven't really changed. I think it was I can't remember if it was Zach or Adam talked about that they're like they were like we thought we had it going on as like movie stars, but no, these guys <laughs> <laughs> really yeah know how to. Okay. I mean, that's, you know, I, I don't know how like th- they obviously have jobs and um, I, I forget what their actual jobs are. I have it written down somewhere, but the the, the point being. Um, um, I know I know somebody who works for a big celebrity, and the celebrity has a lot of money, and and you know, but is always constantly working. And so my friend called the celebrity and said, you know, hey, what are you doing? And then the celebrity was jealous of my friend, and he and my friend said to the celebrity, you make all the money, and, yeah. and the celebrity says to him, yeah, but you don't need money. <laughs> 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 and so I feel like that's where the Stanglers are. They're like, yeah, but. You don't. You don't need money. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Zach and you know these guys are as great as they are. Yeah, they're they're working. They're yeah, yeah. busting. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're both have multiple projects going on and all that. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I mean, they're busy guys working a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so let's get to the uh, the movie brothers, right? So away from the real brothers and into um, this. So in terms of the story. Um, Andrew J. Cohen and Brandon O'Brien wrote this. They also did Neighbors and Neighbors 2, obviously a Zac Efron project. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I feel like at this point they know how to write for Zac really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I thought came through. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I I think that they've learned his voice and probably his timing and write to that. Because in this he felt really, com- it felt like he was very comfortable in the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Zach was the first one, obviously, brought on board for this film. So they obviously have a really good working relationship. Um, but they also just know that comedy, the, the over-the-top partying, frat boy kind of, like, the younger demographic would appeal to this type of crazy over-the-top movie. Well, it's interesting because um, a person that I saw this movie with said that um, she felt like it was five years after Neighbors. 
It's like what what the next mm-hmm. step was for these guys. It was like, and I was like, that's actually a really interesting interpretation mm-hmm. of it. Like, obviously, it's based on this true story, but I could see that also in a lot of ways. It it is kind of five years later what life is like. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they, they did have their own interpretation. In Neighbors too. Not to talk too much about that. We we did do a, anatomy for that movie, so definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so let's let's talk. Uh, you know, ironically, as much as the, you know, the interesting part to me was, and I knew it from the trailer going in. As much as it was going to be about Dave and Mike, it was actually going to be the girls that were going to drive this story. Which is uh, not to again compare to Neighbors Two, but in a lot of ways, there was a strong female component to Neighbors Two, unlike Neighbors One so much. And so it was interesting to have. They definitely drove. A lot of this story. Yeah, and I find that like surprisingly cool because you to this film I feel goes against like the conventions of what a woman would do in a film. Like to have two girls to equal these already two guys and arguably kind of go even more crazy than these guys. You wouldn't usually find that in a film, and I liked how they used that surprising feature to kind of uh, also like raise the performance of the two guys. And I think Anna Kendrick actually talked about that, that that was part of the reason she wanted to take on this role, was that it allowed her to be, like, an equal to these guys. She wasn't just a love interest. It mm-hmm. was, she's, it's a four, a group of four. It's not two and then a lesser story for the girls. Yeah, and, they, you know, as I mentioned, they, they needed each other ultimately in order to achieve their arcs, if you will. And, uh, one of the things that they said about on. She she got a little bit too method into it. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a couple of funny stories about that um, and whatnot. So you know what? We're good for because I, you know, knowing the movies that she's been in, I never would have imagined her in this type of role. Compared to Aubrey Plaza, she has a much subdued sort of temperament in the movie, but nonetheless, it's stif- still out outside of the box for uh, for Kendrick. I, I can actually believe it because, you know, I'm a big fan of Anna Kendrick and I follow her on everything. Um, but, like, I, I can see where you think that because she's done a lot of films that are also serious, you know, up in the air where she got freaking nominated for an Academy Award. So, like, she has the big spectrum in that sense compared to a crazy movie like this. But her personality, just in real life, she seems like she'd be totally on board for this type of film. I feel like these guys all knew what they were trying to create. Like, she's, as you mentioned, done the Oscar projects, and, like, Zach's been in more serious roles. I think this was really something where they got to show up and, and create something fun. They knew they were creating a summer blockbuster in this, and it, and it felt that way. They were they had enough self-awareness in this movie, and I always appreciate a little self-awareness in a project. Like, mm-hmm. they, they knew what they were creating. And they also, you know... We'll talk about it more in promotion, but they also one of the reasons why people are saying this succeeded was because obviously they have large followings, but at the same time they were willing to to put stuff out there. And that's been something that Zach Efron's been known for for years is that like from High School Musical, he he does like the international press tours and and is happy to go and do these two or three week like and a lot of actors aren't and because you're not getting paid for that yeah one but yeah so but he understands that like in the end it benefits him to have a successful movie like but i think that's also great with just the casting of all these four all four of them individually have their own big followings like they've done their big projects and they've created careers on their own and then to put them all together is just even 
It bigger. felt like they wanted, I mean, you know, uh, Zac Efron, bef- or was it, I forget if it was Zac or Adam, but they joked about that, you know, they could be brothers, right? And then Zac and Aubrey worked together, um, Adam and obviously Anna Kendrick worked together on Pitch mm-hmm. Perfect. So it, it, it's one of those things like, oh, wait, we haven't all worked together. Why don't we work together? And yeah. I don't know who the mastermind ultimately was that got this together, but it worked. Mm-hmm. It, it does really work. And I think, like, if you can have four people who have those kinds of social media followings and then bring them all to Hawaii. And even in the production of this movie, there were, like, paparazzi shots of Zac Efron at the beach. And I think Adam uh, and his girlfriend, who I, Chloe, I'm not sure her last name, um, from Pretty Little Liars, uh, she... Uh, uh, they there were like paparazzi shots. Their awareness of this movie was for a year or so as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I thought um, I, I thought the two brothers. I thought Zach and um, Adam captured this really really well. Um, you know, one of the methods that they used was they got him there to Hawaii a week before, um, so they could really bond. And I don't know if they needed it or not, but they certainly did bond. And it just there was such a symbiosis of of knowing each other um, and whatnot. And I, I thought it, it came through. I think it works. And you know, movie covered uh, "We Are Your Friends," another Zac Efron movie, and he did the same thing with his uh, other guy castmates in that film. Like they got together and spent a weekend in a house and whatnot. So I feel like Zac tends to do that for most of his movies, just to get into character and know his co-workers more so and i think that's great because it definitely showed there's definitely some there's a f- real f- genuine friendship slash you know br- brotherhood in this yeah film. romance I, I i agree with you i thought that it was a good they did a good job of being believable brothers because sometimes you see films and you're like okay you're a brother but you're really like matt damon and somebody <laughs> and you're <laughs> like else. like it, it's so like name recognized and they kind of like left their egos at the door in some ways and and really were trying to make each other look good and i think that that's part of having good chemistry in a movie and i i liked they had they had different goals ultimately too one was good at drawing one you know just it was uh, Dave who kind of wanted to continue parting, right? D- Dave is Adam. Uh, I think Dave D- Mike, is... Mike is Dave. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike is Adam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the giving them different goals and obviously the fact that um, even when the photo went viral in the movie, everyone picked Zac Efron and, and whatnot. <laughs> that to me was funny. And, and you could see it, it kind of... You know, I, I think Mike in the movie was was slightly aware that his brother was like the better, more yeah. person. And I think you know he obviously not till to, towards the end until things got really heated that that come out. Yeah. Um, and I, I like the progression of that. And then and the, then the main difference where um, Alice likes Dave, but Aubrey um, Tatiana she's just not having any of this. Yeah, and I thought that. Um, both uh, Zach and Adam did a good job of bringing heart to a role that sometimes I think that this movie easily could have no heart and they did a good job of at least having these characters have some level of of depth especially Zach's character you kind of see that he's living one life but maybe there's something else that he really 
wants to be doing. Yeah, and that's what I found also surprising with this film because they seem kind of one note characters, but there's more going on. They they want more in life, and the fact that they at the end of the film they all just kind of grew up and they had some character growth. I was like, all right, um, for character development, I enjoyed that. When their parents finally now be like, oh, you're grown up, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> the father was amazing. I thought he did a great job. Well, he's like every father. That's what I I kind of, when we saw the movie, I was talking to a friend about it, and she was like, yeah, it's kind of like every dad. It's it's that like stern dad, and it was just a funny way of handling it. I did enjoy that quick scene with the parents and the the brothers at the beginning when they're like, hey, you need dates and whatnot. Because you can definitely tell where the brothers got their personalities from from mm-hmm. definitely the father was a big thing and then like the sweet side was from the mother and the the rough side <laughs> was from the father especially they're all cursing at each other it was like if i ever cursed at my parents they would slap the crap out of me <laughs> like I, I did not have that kind of relationship with my parents so it's funny to see like the father being just as equally bad as the brothers yeah and you know what, what was endearing was that they wanted to be good people uh you know, hashtag doing it for Jeannie, but hashtag no, you weren't. Do it for Jeannie. I mean, also the fact that they created a hashtag, like, or thought to create this, like, doing it for Jeannie, like, that shows exactly where they were at. This is a movie also that, like, it's very 2016. Mm-hmm. And I think they even referenced the year in the movie, which was surprising to me. I think I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, they're, they're doing that because normally movies kind of shy away from that. I mean, you, you know, I, I think this is... When you do a comedy, you kind of know, like, do it well, let it kind of play, and then if it picks up steam, then it sort of becomes timeless, even though it perhaps isn't necessarily. But, uh, you know, I I think, you know, people can rewatch this later on, and yeah, like, it's just a funny thing, hashtag doing it for Genie. Because at at the very least, like, you understand what what that's really about. Again, it's not, it's, it's, they're masking their selfishness. They're saying they're doing it, but nothing they ever do in this entire movie until the end is actually for hashtag doing it for Jeannie. No, I mean, they really... I feel like in some moments, unintentionally, like, they they have, I feel like, decent intentions throughout the movie, but they just have no idea it's... Their world is so all about them that they, they can't see that they're, like, being terrible to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like I, I hate to use this word, but like it felt like they were very much millennials, you know. And then, hopefully, maturing. Did just you just a little use bit. millennials as a pejorative? <laughs> Pretty much. But the, the, it feels like the the young demographic that's like so not in tune with the world. They only thinks about themselves and their own self gratification and pleasure and whatnot. And then they realize that their actions actually affect other people, and then they have to change their ways. That's what I enjoyed. Yeah, I felt like it was a little quick at the end. Like, at the end of the movie, they they had kind of a big realization all at once. And I would have liked it a little slower, maybe a little more realization throughout the film. And then at the end, having a little more. But overall, it's a comedy. I can accept that it, it's maybe not as, like, fully developed. Well, what, what I also what, enjoyed what is, like, cousin? yet... Oh, oh, oh go ahead. Oh. I, and then we, I want to talk yeah. about the cousin. Well, one last thing. What I also enjoyed is, like, they realized that they messed up, but they actually actively went out to change everything and fix everything. Uh, they really did save the day, which... Yeah, yeah. so, like... Until the very end, again. <laughs> In a way, they did complete 
you know, that that arc. I would like to say their sister got married, so I feel like in the end they made it okay for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, I I, I loved um, the husband or or the, the groom rather of just like I'm not boring. <laughs> I and I did love because. I'm so this person that he was like, sometimes it was like, I don't return my library book. And I was like, so me, like my friends all joke that that's me. Like I am a hundred percent the girl who's like, but I broke the rules. I swear I did. And I just love that. That was, that I, was sometimes I drink two glasses of wine <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with dinner. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that actually made me like die laughing. I was like, Oh, that's you're bad. Every once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while you break the rules. It's cool. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, they they kind of went through the entire. I I liked um, the 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 various um, rituals of a wedding, and they went through that, and and you know, got they made each of them very funny, even down to the um, I don't know, even talking about the bachelorette party. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys! I, I highly recommend that for all girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, is it not the? I don't know. Hey, Alec Hendrick suggested, it, not me. So don't blame me. Interesting. Okay. Um, you, you mentioned the cousin. The I cousin, think yes. The cousin was over the top. Where the heck does she come from? But she was also funny in and of herself. I think. I think she's. Uh, if you kind of dig down deeper into it, not that like this movie does, needs it, but I think some of the past stuff from from Dave and Mike is caused by the cousin. You know what I mean? Because they're competitive, and the cousin was very competitive, and you could see them, like... I feel like, you know when you're a little kid, and, like, one kid gets in trouble, and then, but really the other kid's, like, egging on that Mm -hmm. kid? That Mm -hmm. was 100% that cousin. was, like, egging them on, and they're the ones who ultimately, like, made it go over the top, but she she was right there, like, making it happen. I mean, she's exchanging Rihanna tickets for... Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can say it. <laughs> I said, woo. <laughs> I mean, that was one of those moments where you're just like, it, like she was she was over the line at many points in this movie, and I wondered if, in a lot of ways, those guys were reacting to her, like, in, in past events. Like, we didn't get to see the past events, right. but that was... It was really funny because, like, she was already egging them on, but it was also the added fact that they're actually trying to be good. They're trying not to be the bad guys and doing crazy things they're actually they're having a hard time actually being clean guys i wish i could remember but one of the funniest things to me was when adam was like had the dolphin shirt on he's like we're going on a dolphin expedition and then zach had something else on his banana. shirt it was like and then we're gonna eat <laughs> bananas, bananas. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> like you need to remember what you're doing with your t-shirts okay cool no, but, 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 we're gonna enjoy dolphins and then but, you know <laughs> But, but what I liked, because, I, you know, the trailer, I didn't, you know, I knew these things were kind of coming up with them hitting Genie in the face and, and, and writing these ATVs and whatnot and, and the various aspects of it all. You know, obviously I was waiting for them and to see how they would come about. But I appreciate the movie kind of shifting it because they're the ones like, no, the Genie wanted to do this, so yeah. we're going to do this yeah. for Genie. <laughs> and again not realizing that okay well you know if genie wants to switch up the plans it's up to genie yeah. um and it, it is endearing for them to be wearing those shirts of like no but, but 
<laughs> but again, just going that extra. The, they were what, yeah. Sorry, okay. the, well, no, well, well, the, the stupidity in it is that, like, again, they, you know, it's a sweet gesture, but the fact that they want to be recognized for it—that's <laughs> oh. the selfish part of it. Yeah, they were like, "Look, we're so on board. We're wearing t-shirts to prove it." And I was like, "You don't need to wear t-shirts. Just like be ready to like." I don't know. The yeah. I was just a bridesmaid for someone, so I'm like all about like just listen to the bride. Whatever the bride wants, that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Happy yeah. bride. Yeah. Oh man. So I, I thought that worked really well. And um so let, let's talk about one of the let's talk about hashtag doing it for Jeannie. Because certainly um <laughs> Alice just makes things happen for Jeannie and one of the one of the more <laughs> Hysterical scenes in the entire movie, at least for me, is when uh, Sugarland um, Beard is. She's, um, you know, they, her and Kumal, they're uh, they're naked, getting a massage, and I love this quote. So <laughs> as they're like doing this yoga, um, you know, and they're doing the various things. They, they, this was filmed for a lot, and she says, by the eighth hour, I was like, who cares? Just go for it. And Kumal was not. Ha- he's a very, you know, she. Describes it as very professional. And then she goes on to say, just rub your dick on my back. What do I care? Because <laughs> apparently, like, they had stuff that, you know, protected his junk yeah. and this and that. But, like, yeah, imagine, just fuck it. Just go for it. That was a very crazy scene. Yeah, that was one of those scenes where I was like, I felt like it it went on for longer than I needed. Like, I knew mm. what they were getting at. I didn't need five minutes of it. But... You know, it's it's an R-rated comedy. What do you expect? Well, she right. had to finish, obviously. <laughs> right in time for Sometimes Mike it to takes show up. A, a while to finish. <laughs> True. And then Mike to see. <laughs> yeah, and and I think that was the the funny thing about it because it's always disturbing disturbing to see a family member. Yeah. Orgasm mm. that and you don't want to ever see that from anybody. Well, it was also just the payoff of that five minute scene was like his reaction and Adam played it so well. You're just like it was it was such a big reaction but such a believable reaction. <laughs> and what, I forget was it before or after he then sees um, Tatiana? I think it was titillating. I think it was after he runs because yeah. he's looking for her. Yeah. Runs out of the massage room and into the like sauna or whatever, and uh, and sees it. And then you just think he's gonna like lose it completely, and he kind of does. But he tries to go get um, it's Dave, uh, and <laughs> and like and tell him all about it. I was like, this is something you need to like keep to yourself. Unfortunately, right. <laughs> well, both 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 were scarred by Jeannie ultimately because then because then Dave sees Jeannie's bush. <laughs> That that was disturbing. Oh yeah. my god. That was, that was like, whoa, girl. That was one of those lines. They just went for it. They were like, they All did. right, cool. I give her credit for going there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and I loved Anna Kendrick uh hiding behind the horse. Of course. Like, yeah, and the guy being like, I I need this horse back. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm wearing a horse. Well, and they also got their Zac Efron shirtless uh scene in by having him give her the clothes because without that Well, because you needed that. Obviously. Yeah, I mean like you can't have this <laughs> you kind have of movie. Zac Efron, you have to have him shirtless. Yeah, you can't have this kind of movie without Zach Efron shirtless scene. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. got that in. It's probably <laughs> written into his contract. Yeah. <laughs> Must have one shirtless scene. Yep. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> so, def- you know, definitely a lot of great moments. Uh, they had a lot of, lot of fun kind of working on it. 
So, um, is there any other scenes that you guys want to talk about in particular, or um, if not, we'll move on to direction. I I, I think wanted... the ATV scene was actually really funny. You, you knew it was coming thanks to the trailers and whatnot, but like that build up to how crazy it was, it, it kind of reminded me of uh, Meet the Parents, especially with the whole beach, the volleyball hitting the brides in the face, and it, it was kind of like the equivalent to that, and just how horrible her face looked and disfigured, like, oh, they really messed up. Yeah. And that was like the first thing that they messed up, and then it just spiraled from there I, I agree with you and i also on the flip side like that was such a big comedic scene and like you knew exactly what was going to happen because trailers and also just in this kind of movie you know where that's going like it's either going to hit her or her groom like that's where that was um but i did also appreciate the smaller there were a few moments in this movie that had like surprisingly emotional moments like with uh zach and anna specifically like Mm. A little bit about, and like... they were in the tree talking. Yeah, in the tree talking. Like, I thought that it was surprising to have those sweeter moments, because sometimes but, these movies miss that. I agree there. Um, even more surprising was when finally Tatiana started, uh, you know, changing, and, and her and, and Mike are sharing, like, the vodka, and, and they're like, girl, you reading my diary? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought, like, in their own weird, twisted way, like, as crazy as they were, and the lines that they were saying are very funny, but... But they, in their own world, they're bonding. Yeah. And, and he's saying, I, these are, I don't even know half the words I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I, uh, I really liked those smaller moments. And I thought that to have actors who can go big. In this movie, they had big comedy moments. And then to be able to kind of break dial it, it in. dial it in and have those moments, too, is impressive amongst those four. Yeah. I agree. All right, well, Jake, uh, very Polish name, Zmanski. Zmanski. I, I always butcher <laughs> these Jake. people. I always butcher these people's names. I feel so bad. Mm. Eventually, like, once, once I meet on them, I'm like, you asshole. But it's his uh, debut theatrical feature, um, you know, and he says uh, that he knew that this movie was always going to be about Alice and Tatiana kind of being the driving force for these boys. And whatnot, and you know what? I for for a first movie out of the gate, this guy did a fantastic job. He I agree. Credit. Like it, there was fun stories, and I think the pacing was well. And he obviously understood what was going on in each scene, or like whatever sequence, whether it be the ATV or the massage. Like every individual scene was pretty funny in and of itself, and very self-contained. I agree, and I also think that sometimes, I always say this, I hate in a movie when I'm wondering what time is it or how much longer is it, and this movie had pacing where it it wasn't like, oh, I'm so surprised by the ending of this movie. I think most people would know where this movie was going, but it, it did like keep me interested throughout, and I think that that's a really challenging thing in a movie like this. Sometimes. Absolutely. And Alice just didn't care at the end. She's like, <laughs> you know what? And, and by the way, that that I, you know, it, it deserves to be mentioned the fact that like Alice had this trauma of weddings, and that right. yeah, I mean that was as stupid as it was or whatever. Like that moment when she hits the lead on that video, it's such a weird special moment, especially in the midst of everything that else that's going on. Well, I think like most girls have had maybe not a video like that like i don't think everyone has something a, that holds them back yeah and you're like at some point you have to maybe it's guys too i don't know but like uh 
you have to kind of just be like, you know what? I can move past this. I'm not going to look at his Facebook profile anymore. I'm done. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Unfriend. Yeah, unfriend. Exactly. But, yeah, I, I think that adds to, like, there was some character growth for all, everyone, because yeah. she, she had that moment when she deleted the video that's like, okay, this isn't holding her back anymore, and she's moving forward. Yeah, and, I mean, because that was what started her drug-fueled, like, night with the bride was that she looked at that video again so clearly that she every time she viewed this thing she was having an emotional reaction to it so to delete it really shows that she's like starting a new chapter yeah mm-hmm. and she might start on some hedge funds too you know <laughs> funds and you oh. might, sometimes you need to trim you need to hedge your funds hedging funds i, was, funds. I loved anna kendrick talked about that normally she is deeply into like research if she was playing a hedge fund like she would be like really researching everything and she was like but this character knew nothing about it she was like so i just was like i can spew off whatever i know and she's just like i started like all those words that everyone hears about and like hopefully you know what some of them mean but not all of them and so she was just like yeah bernie mac (laughs) (laughs) got it Amazing. I mean, it worked out yeah, well. It's it crazy. Was, like, yeah, it's crazy. And if you actually go back and, and listen to it, it's hilarious. Some of the things she throws in there are great. Definitely. This movie definitely has a lot of rewatchability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was shot on location in Hawaii, so much so that they shot Jurassic Park and Jurassic World where the ATV scene took place. Yeah, I was just in Hawaii maybe a month ago, and I recognized all of this. I was like, oh, yeah, because we did a tour of the Jurassic Park area, and then uh, they filmed at Turtle Bay uh, on the north shore of Honolulu. And I was like, yes, okay, I I saw all of this. And um, really funny, and I can't imagine getting to be at that resort for eight weeks. That sounds pretty amazing to me. (laughs) It looked awesome. And I loved how they used just the whole location, because it felt like we went all over the place. Uh, like all over Hawaii, and they really use the location to their benefit. Absolutely, so much so like um, you know, the, the into they they came up with the ending almost last minute. It was you know I don't know what the original ending was, um, and I'm sure it was something along those lines. But to add the musical number, which makes sense, like when you have two people from Pitch Perfect and you have mm-hmm. Zac Efron from High School Musical, you're like. How are we not doing a musical (laughs) in some way, shape, or form? And uh, um, that was definitely funny at the end, their performance of hashtag doing it for Jeannie. And then again for us. Yeah. (laughs) So um, that's how kind of that came about. And, um, you know, I I, I thought it was a perfect ending. Way to end on energy. Yeah, I think that uh, this movie, you kind of, you were either going to end it on being like the perfect wedding and just like them happily married which is kind of i don't want to say a boring ending but just like a very expected ending and mm-hmm. to have them have one more kind of like last hurrah is is a better way to go i felt like yeah and what i enjoyed is like yeah you have this talent that, that can actually sing and perform and whatnot so use them you'd be remiss if you didn't but also it was still very in character of the of those characters because like yes they messed up and then they had the character growth and they had the resolve but yet they still messed up in the end as well fireworks yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i think you know i do think the lesson if there is one hopefully you know i think brides just just any sort of wedding just go with the punches right like there, there's a way to there's a way to have a sweet moment and whatever happens along the way just go roll with the punches and don't be too upset I, I would agree with that was definitely one takeaway. And I think also, like, 
Uh, family first was another thing that I, I kept thinking about. They, they're ultimately choosing to put their family first and, and brothers till the end, even though like they have their arguments and whatever, but like ultimately they're family and they don't forget it. Yeah. I agree. So definitely something worth taking away. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the promotion uh, because as you guys mentioned, they did a crap ton of promotion. Um, and, uh, Zach, I didn't quite include it, but but there are links there. If you could pull up uh, the Where Do Brothers Come From and the sort of more serious trailer. What I liked about it was that not only did they do promotion, but they did kind of uh, very specific promotion. And, and and this seems to be working well with movies like Deadpool when Ryan Reynolds did it for Deadpool. And they made a whole customized campaign for that movie. Obviously, it paid off dividends. This is paying off um, in in some ways for them. And so I always like these things. Um, all right. Why don't we uh, – whatever. I, just go ahead and play that, Zach. I forget which – okay. So this is, um, this is the serious version of the trailer, <laughs> um, which I respect. From the studio that brought you The Revenant, it says uh, – comes a true story a powerful experience because it's real this is a true story every of two brothers generation has their film and this is it how could you take this seriously the knowing what we just saw that needed to be told but i like the fact that really they're filming in like a documentary style like this, this is real life you know? we went through a lot out there there were some tough times i did like the dinosaurs <laughs> this july the heart of the film is really the bravery of the real Michael and David. <laughs> Absolutely Stanley. absurd we pictures. So committed to sharing this story with the world. The first time I stepped on the set and I saw my life, my story coming to life in front of <laughs> me, I just thought, <laughs> finally, you're my brother, and I love you. This is a biopic. I know it could be a docudrama. Uh, and I all right, Zach, you can end it there. Um, so you can check out the full video. Like I said, it's it's in our the links in our rundown, so you can definitely check that out. Um, the so what I like the juxtaposition of a stupid story like this with the seriousness of this mockumentary style. I agree, and I think they also were really smart and. Uh, the outlets they used to promote this. They did, like, a big interview with BuzzFeed for this, and they all played, like, a game with the cast. And they also sent, I think, Adam um, and Zach a lot together to promote this. I think they were on Kimmel together. They went to Australia and promoted together. So they really were promoting their chemistry as well as as the film. Like, you were seeing that they got along and, and kind of how good of a friendship they had off camera as well as on yeah and and to that point also it's like this f- premiered uh, at south by southwest back in, in march so they, they've been promoting this film for a good few months already and you know, like you said zach and adam were always together promoting but like anna and aubrey were always together promoting on um, like morning shows today shows and whatnot so like they they've done a lot of interview press and whatnot for this film Absolutely, and um, I do. So, speak, speaking of the note um, that they seem like brothers, so they made this video called "Where Do Brothers Come From," and uh, th- this is dubbed "Not Safe for Work," but we're gonna play it anyway. <laughs> By Mike and Dave Stankel. It's brothers a- are feisty, smelly, and fun. But does anyone know where brothers come from? Are they aliens who came from space? Or are they Canadians? Or another race? One day it's only you on this earth. Just mom and dad and plenty of mirth. And then all of a sudden, there is another. They call that fucker your loving brother. At first he's weird and kind of a brat. 
But then you see, he's so much more than that. I mean, he tells dirty jokes, and he farts real loud too. Holy shit! There you go. This you can pause it there. Like you. He's a partner in crime. You guys can listen to the whole thing, like I said, but that gives you a little snippet of it. Uh, it the ending is quite good, so I didn't want to fully give it away. Go see, go see the full thing there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just getting brilliant campaigning. Yeah. I mean, uh, we were just talking about another film, uh, The Secret Life of Pets, and they're both in very different ways, obviously very different films, but promoted in such smart ways, and they both had decent box offices. Well, un- unlike with um, unlike with Secret Life of Pets, where that you know you put that into every pet store in America, <laughs> you know what do you do with that? Like, imagine if my imagine if Zach and and um, Adam were to crash weddings as Mike and Dave. Uh, th- I mean, like, that could have uh, been a fun that campaign. That could have been hilarious. Also, I feel like it would be really funny to put these at like a wedding convention or like you know how there are like brides yeah. like yeah and you're There's just a bunch like, of those. yeah and you're like have this and just be like go see this movie because i feel like any bride or anyone who's been to a wedding like understands this movie mm. like yeah yeah well it was expected to do around um 13 million but it uh, it got 16.6 opening weekend so quite quite better than expectations that's good, especially for a comedy movie in the midst of like all action or sequels and whatnot. I, and for a standalone comedy movie, that's actually pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely designed to be counter programming to Secret Life of Pets. I mean, and that just took everyone by surprise. Yeah, I mean, that that was projected to make I, I forget uh, around eighty million and it made or ninety million and it made hundred something. Yeah, and I I think that they were correct. If you're seeing Secret Life of Pets, you're probably not seeing mike and dave mm-hmm. need wedding dates unless you're us but that's <laughs> <laughs> we are an exception yeah um yeah so i i'm glad i mean you know the rotten tomato score not so high it's about 74 percent however audience has it at 70 percent with a cinema score of b you know so it, it's not the greatest audience score nor cinema score but uh but people are enjoying it overall. I think that these movies, any, like, this genre, it's just tough to get great. Like, it's rare that a movie like this will be like, oh, yeah, 100% of people like it. Because everyone's comedic taste is so different and all of that plays into it. it. It's very much, like, a specific group they're going after, as you said, millennials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like this movie had a lot of different type of comedies, whether it be the dialogue writing comedy, whether it be the improvisation Rather be the ATV um, slapstick kind of comedy. Say, it, it had it had a mix of everything. I agree. You know, it, it did. It did, and uh, like I said, the rewatchability of this, I think, I, I think it'll kind of carry it through. Um, I think this will do great on VOD. You know, comedies a lot of times too. Most, you know, especially when there are so many blockbusters, people tend to just I'll see, I'll catch that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it doesn't do quite as high in the box office. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's got. You know, some legs and whatnot. And I, I think it will continue to a degree. I, I agree with you. I think that also looking at what's kind of coming in the next couple of weeks, it's the only movie like this for a bit. I think Sausage Party is a few weeks. It's in August, yeah. Yeah, it's a few weeks out. So they've, they've got a little bit of time to build some momentum with this one. Yeah, let this movie breathe. Yeah. 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 Um, in terms of sequels, I don't think this needs a sequel, warrants a sequel, should have a sequel. I mean, unless this, like, does crazy in VOD and, like, 
it really gets like a cult following. I can't imagine. Mike and Dave need what actual brides? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know what it well, would be. Like now we have uh, you know uh, Tatiana and Mike working together on a business. So like I don't think this needs a sequel because they all had their moment of maturity and character growth and kind of actually they all had their resolves. Yeah, I would love to see this group of actors together again, though, doing another project. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, like, I, I don't know that I need another Mike and Dave, but a fun group nonetheless. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be down for that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that about does it for us. Um, why don't we do uh, final thoughts, starting with Marissa. Overall, a really funny movie. I might actually buy this on DVD, or I would definitely watch this again. Um, for a comedy movie that's just literally to laugh at, it definitely hit its mark on all different levels. So I, I really enjoyed a hint it. of emotion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely walked in, as I mentioned, with pretty low expectations of this movie. I wasn't sure what I was fully going to get. And really walked away enjoying it. I saw it on a random Wednesday, and like... I really thought, like, if you can make me laugh this hard on, like, in a semi-empty theater, like, you're doing something really well. So There you go. Um, I say bring your friends to see it, whatnot. See it with your friends at home. Whatever the case may be, I think definitely a great movie for checking out. Um, but let, let us know your guys' thoughts. That's what's so great about this is that uh, we have our discussion about it. But I love um, extending the conversation out to the World Wide Web. You guys at home, the universe, um, you guys get to comment, and I love reading the comments. I love interacting with you guys. You guys have been fantastic fans um, and supporters and, you know, movies. We just like talk movies. So, uh, thank you guys for joining us yet again. At Serafini TV, at Stephanie Wanger, at The Popcorn Talk. Um, Coming up, we've got Ghostbusters, Star Trek Beyond, Jason Bourne, Sausage Party, and so much more. And, of course, don't forget our library of past anatomy of movies, whether uh, Neighbors 2, other comedies and whatnot. So definitely worth checking out. Um, And, yeah, hopefully we'll see you back on another anatomy movie. Until then, bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the rest of the anatomy of a movie staff, we would like to thank you for listening and subscribing to the show. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email or tweet us. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been Anatomy of a Movie.